Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Sound and Worship Podcast. Wow, this is real life, y'all. Speaking of sound, I am actually trying something out this week. I'm recording in my car. I just had an excellent worship service at church where my pastor preached on uh, leadership in the church, elders and deacons, and that was an excellent sermon. I just want to record something a little bit different this week because I like trying new things in audio. I'd like to see how this sounds. And uh, of course, there'll be some post-production put on it, but I'd like to see how this is. How how did this work? That's what I want to know. And I thought it'd be kind of cool for us to just have a little conversation as as I'm going down the road. Uh, Maybe you're listening to it in the road, on the road, and you're like, hey, we're just having a little conversation. Albeit it's a little one-sided, but hey, if you want to talk back, you can. Um, Neither one of us can hear each other, but hey, you know, might as well do it. So I want to talk to you guys today about something that I've been working on this week. And for the nerds out there, you may really, really enjoy this. And for the ones who aren't nerds, you'll still enjoy it uh, because it's pretty cool. So this week I learned that you can use the Spotify API, first nerd word right there, API. But you can use their API, which for those who are not into uh, writing code languages, you can basically access the data that Spotify has. They, they make a lot of their data accessible and you can do that and it, I, I found it really really helpful so what can I do with Spotify's data what could we do if we have ideas in the future if you have an idea after hearing this send an email to sound at gmail.com but what I figured out you could do with a code language called Python that some of you may be familiar with is you can write a script in Python and make a playlist based on certain criteria really fast. And what I did was I made a list of about 20 artists. I'm sure I'll add some more. And Spotify has a way to retrieve their top songs. So the top songs per each artist. So I was able to make a playlist based on chosen artists of about 238 songs in like a minute. And it's a playlist that will update as often as Spotify's data updates, which is really exciting. What that, and then we'll get into why that's such a good thing, but it it really opens up a door to make playlists in a really efficient way because, yeah, I mean, we could go through, you and I could go through and make a playlist. We could go through each artist and manually pick each top song and then go come check back in a few days and see if anything's changed update the playlist and you're probably hearing that you're like no i'm not doing that and uh you know it's, it's not a good way to spend your time but with this we can basically do that function but automate it and make it to where it's something that can be done with no issue so that's one playlist Another playlist that I put together this week was using the same criteria um, except with one difference. And that is instead of pulling the top songs, pull the newest songs. So I can pull like the newest releases for songs by strategically chosen artists and 
under a minute. And I can update that playlist daily based on, I think the code right now says, give me all the songs released by these artists in the last 60 days. So there you've got two constantly updating and changing playlists of songs that are updating all the time, which is really exciting. And I'll, uh, I'll post a link to both of those playlists uh, in the show notes so that you know exactly where they are. I'll eventually also add them to uh, the playlist page on soundofworship.com slash playlist. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but you're, you're probably thinking, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, honestly. And, and maybe you're not all the way there. But I wanted to talk a little bit about music streaming platforms and kind of the strange practice we have of trusting those platforms. Uh, and now this is not me- meant to bash these streaming platforms. They're doing what they're, they're doing what they do, right? They're, they're secular uh, tools. They're secular companies. They're not Christian companies. They're doing exactly what we would expect them to do. They offer some tools that are really useful and they can be used really well. Uh, Spotify, especially being gracious enough to uh, make their API where pretty much anyone can access it and use the data. What I find strange, though, is that Christians today are trusting the algorithms of these platforms to provide them with a list of worship songs. Now, worship implies that we are worshiping God. And so we have companies that are just doing what they do. They're using their algorithms to create playlists. Uh, they're not basing those uh, playlists on sound theology because that's not even something they would define. Uh, yet we ch- we just go to these streaming platforms and we're like, hey, wh- give me a worship music playlist. And then we just hit play. I-, I don't say we do that, but that's what a lot of Christians do. It's what I have done in the past. I just hit play and I'm like, hey, give me some worship songs. Um, it's strange that we would trust that process. Uh, it's not like these songs are going through, uh, you know, a board of theologically sound songs. I mean, these these platforms would play songs from any religion, right? You know, there might be an Islam play. I'm sure there's Islamic music on Spotify. Um, so why would we trust a platform to to help us in that way? Um, this is not a bash against those, those platforms. They're just doing what they do. But why would we as Christians go in there and say, oh yeah, just give me the give me the best worship music. They're going to give you the worship music that's the most popular, right? Because that's all that their algorithms can do. They're not diving into the world of Christian theology and, um, you know, excluding certain artists or anything like that. They are providing songs that are categorized as Christian, as worship music, and they're creating playlists that are filled with songs that most users play. And that's, you know, that's on us as Christians for playing those songs. But what we can do is use these playlists in a way that makes playlists for us automated, regularly updating, that are full of songs that are from sources who are biblically sound. They they uh, take a stance on sound doctrine. Um, that's a pretty cool thing, honestly. So I just wanted to make this podcast this week 
you know, well, this short little ride that I've had uh, on the way home after church and just talk about how, uh, how neat that is for one. And, you know, just ponder on that thought. Maybe you could send this podcast to a friend to say, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, the fact that these streaming platforms, they have playlists of songs that are supposedly worship music songs. Um, why would we think that they're going through the same process as we would go through or our churches would slash should go through? Why would we trust that? So it's food for thought for sure. But be on the lookout for those playlists. Uh, they're actually there now. Uh, so you can go and check them out. I just pulled into my house uh, after this short little ride of talking with you guys. And I will see you next time on the Sound and Worship podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me.